Or yourself, a major in the Black Watch. This is no more in your line than it is ours. All Lieutenant Schaffer here, an airborne cowboy. I hate horses, Schaffer said loudly. That's why I had to leave Montana. Or take George here. Caracciola jerked a thumb in the direction of the last member of the party, George Harrod, a stocky army sergeant radio operator, with an expression of profound resignation on his face. I bet he's never as much as made a parachute jump in his life before. I have news for you, Harrod said stoically. I've never even been in a plane before, Smith said gently. We were all the colonel could get. He told us yesterday that the one thing he didn't have was time. Usely sorry and all that, chaps, but time is of the essence. Wyatt Turner, a big red-faced, heavily moustached colonel, tapped his cane against a wall map of Germany, pointing to a spot just north of the Austrian border and a little west of Garmisch-Partenkirchen. Our man was brought down here at 2 a.m. this morning, but Schaefe, in their all-knowing wisdom, didn't let us know until 10 a.m., damned idiots. Anyway, he's here, Schloss Adler, the Castle of the Eagle. Believe me, it's well named. Only an eagle could get there. Our job. Smith said, How are you so sure he's there, sir? We're sure. Mosquito is in, crash-landed only ten miles away. The pilot got off a radio message just before a German patrol closed in. He paused. Schloss Adler, Major Smith, is the combined HQ of the German Secret Service and the Gestapo in South Germany. Where else would they take him? What's important is getting him out before he talks. Secrecy and stealth are the only hope, he went on. And you gentlemen are, I trust, secretive and stealthy. You all speak fluent German. You are men with exceptional records of resourcefulness, ability, and ingenuity. If anyone has a chance, you have. Of course, Caracciola echoed, his face carefully deadpan. Then he looked speculatively at Wyatt Turner. There is, of course, another way, sir. He paused, then went on very quietly indeed. A way with a hundred percent guarantee of success. Neither Admiral Rowland nor I claim to be infallible, Wyatt Turner said. You have the answer to our problems? Yes. Whistle up a Pathfinder squadron of Lancasters with ten-ton blockbuster bombs. Do you think that anyone in the Schloss Adler would ever talk again? I don't think so. Admiral Rowland spoke gently and for the first time. The captured man, Lieutenant General Carnaby, is an American. If we were to destroy him, General Eisenhower would probably launch his second front against us instead of against the Germans. Caracciola had apparently nothing to say. Colonel Wyatt Turner cleared his throat. <clears> throat. That's it then, gentlemen. Ten o'clock tonight at the airfield. No more questions, I take it? Sergeant George Harrod sounded heated. What's this all about? Why is this geezer so bloody important? That'll do, Sergeant. Wyatt Turner's voice was sharp. Admiral Rowland interrupted gently. General Carnaby is the overall coordinator of Operation Overlord, the Second Front. It would be true to say that he knows more about the Allied preparations for the Second Front than any man alive. He set off last night to meet his opposite numbers. The rendezvous was in Crete, the only meeting point the Russians would accept. They haven't a plane fast enough to outrun the German fighters. The British Mosquito can, but it didn't last night. His words came very slowly. And if the general talks... He'll talk, Rowland said. He won't be able to stop himself. A mixture of mescaline and scopolamine. And he'll tell them all the plans for the second front. The words came as from a man in a dream. 
I understand, sir. Now I understand. Harrod turned to Wyatt Turner. Sorry I spoke like that, sir. I'm afraid. Well, I'm a bit edgy, sir. Sergeant Harrod huddled more closely into his bucket seat, beat freezing hands against freezing shoulders, morosely surveyed his uniform, wrinkled like an elephant's legs and about three sizes too big for him. Caracciola said heavily, I still say we should have sent in the Lancasters. Smith looked away without saying anything. Wing Commander Carpenter switched on the intercom. Major Smith? Yes? Thirty minutes to go? Smith hung up the headphones and looked at the six seated men. That's it, then. Half an hour. Let's hope it's warmer down there than it is up here. They helped each other strap loads on their backs beneath the high-mounted parachutes, then struggled into their white waterproof snow trousers. Silently, they clipped their parachute snapcatchers onto the...